Welcome to the Embodied CEO Podcast. I'm Kirsten, and while I'm an integrative performance dietitian by trade, a mom of three, and a wife, I am also a nearly two-decade entrepreneur turned business mentor, and I've seen all sorts of iterations of how to do business. And I'm tired of female business owners not fully stepping into their power because the road we've been told we have to take to get here sucks. In this podcast, I'm empowering entrepreneurs to trust their voice and expertise, to start thinking big when it comes to their business, and to move forward unapologetically toward goals that don't have to make sense to other people. Let's have the big conversations. Let's lay it all out on the table. And let's support each other forward in this crazy journey of entrepreneurship. Oh, and let's have some fun while we're doing it. Hello, everybody. I am super stoked to be back for episode four of season two. I can't believe we're already on episode four, but I have a guest with me today, our first official guest of the season, which by the way, do you feel honored that you are the first official guest of the new season? I didn't know I was the first. This is so exciting. You are. You, you get gold star. <laughs> you you set the bar for everybody after this. Everyone after this, uh, feel oh, bad no. for yourself because <laughs> Chrissy Williams is in the house and she is going to set the bar really high for you right now. Chrissy, thank you so much for being here with me. I'm super excited to chat with you today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This conversation is going to be really good. I can tell. It's going to be good. And um, we were actually just laughing because we've already had a 20-minute conversation before this because when Christy and I get in the same room, that's just what we do. I love it. And we probably should have recorded that because that would have been much more interesting to listen to anyway because it was totally off the cuff and uh, tangent upon tangent. But we do have a topic we want to talk about because Christy and I have had some similar experiences on our road to what we do here. But first, Christy, do me a quick favor. Introduce yourself to everybody. Tell them what you do, what your profession is, what you coach on, and then we're going to dig into what we want to talk about today. Sure. So I am Christy Williams. I have been in RD since 2013, which is, oh my gosh, 10 years now, which is wild. My quick little story is I was driving up that corporate ladder in corporate wellness doing honestly like really well. And then I had my two crazy boys and realized like, oh my gosh, I can't keep traveling. I can't keep like working these long hours. And I honestly just didn't want to do it anymore. I wanted the flexibility, wanted to be home. And then actually through my postpartum journey, I went through my own functional healing journey. And so after going through that, I was like, you know what, this is what's really missing in the space for women's health. And so I connected my piece of conventional RD education and functional medicine combined it and created my own private practice in 2020. And now my focus is functional health for, for women. And so that's what I do. Um, like I said, and I have two little boys and the I live in boys, Pennsylvania. By the way. If you don't follow Christy <laughs> yeah. on Instagram, and I have three kids and my kids are pretty damn cute also, but she has the most precious little cutest little I want to squeeze their faces little boys every time I see them on Instagram. They they look cute, but they are a handful. I mean, they're kids, you know, we all yes. have them. This is this is why kids look the way they do, though, because could you imagine if kids were just the pain in the ass that they are without looking cute? Like <laughs> kids would not survive. That's so true. Thank goodness that they're cute. <laughs> That's their job. But I love your journey because many of us, I think, start 
whatever we coach on because we have some kind of personal, you know, here's my personal situation and I feel a lack. This is not there. This is missing. I feel like this is not a resource that's available. And then you have to find your own journey. Hi. And we all do because we're dietitians and type A and this is what we do. We're like, I'll just invent the solution because I don't see it anywhere. Right. Right. And then you create your own. And I, I love that that has been part of your journey. And what you do right now is th- there's a lot of people out there who deal with functional stuff. There's a lot of people out there who deal with women's stuff. But just from what I've known about you, and, and we've known each other for what, almost three years at this point, which I find crazy also that it's been that long. But what I know about you, you have really honed in on this very specific thing. And you have a way of connecting with your audience, which I just think is awesome. So for anybody who is in need, of that total side note to what we're talking about today, Chrissy is the person to go to because she is amazing. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. No, thank you for being you. But okay, here's what I want to talk about today. We want to talk about, because Chrissy and I have both been on the similar journey, coaching in general. And the title of this episode, and I may change it actually before this episode goes live, but right now in my head, the title of this episode is What Makes a Bad Coach? And that sounds like a really negative, like, why the hell would you listen to this title? But I think we're going to roll with that title because from a mentee perspective, as well as a mentor perspective, it is really, really important that we don't kind of stick our head in the sand and think coaching is just this thing and everybody can do it. And this is how it is. And there is such a thing as having a shit coaching experience, which is not to say that even shit coaching experiences aren't valuable. Because in my book, they've always been incredibly valuable because you learn what to do and what not to do. (laughs) You learn who you are in any coaching container, whether it's positive or negative. But Chrissy, you and I met, like I said, almost three years ago. In the same coaching experience, I didn't know you before, and you've been a dietitian for 10 years. I got you beat by nine, my friends. So I have been doing this for a really long time. You were a child when I was when I started. You were a child. But we started in that same experience. What was your first sort of feeling about your very first professional coaching experience? Was that your first one, by the way, that we were in where you were coached by someone else? Yes. So I was so naive, I will say. I honestly had no idea that like business coaching, you know, for dietitians was a thing. So when I had stumbled across, right, this person, I was like, Oh my gosh, what, what is this? This is actually really cool. He he's teaching me everything I need to know. And like, Oh, and now he like has this whole journey of like programs. And like, he's working with six figure RDs. And like, this is like the vibe I want. So initially, I did find value because, you know, really opening up my eyes to what a coaching dietitian business could look like. And we're just going to get into it. But as the journey was kind of like, okay, well, this is the first step. Of course, I'm in it. The second step, well, I can't grow if I don't go continue. So I have to do it. And then it's like the third and third and final huge step, which was like the biggest investment, biggest time. And it was a really scary, I mean, you and I were even talking through, like texting, like, should we do it? Are you going to do it? I, I don't know. It's like, I remember that because it was yeah, on a weekend. Yeah. I remember that because yes. it was in the middle of COVID and you and I both didn't want to travel to where all of this was happening in person. And we're like, I'm not going there, man. I got kids because we were the, the two kids. people with kids who yes. were like, I'm not going where there's COVID with my children. And you and I barely knew each other for like months, right? Like five, right. six months we had known each other. And we're literally having this like deep existential conversation through Facebook chat. I remember it was Facebook Messenger and then through text. <laughs> do you remember? this and we're going back and forth like are you gonna do it am I gonna do it I don't know what should we do are we doing this you know I again was just so naive that I didn't know that there were other options so you know obviously we both eventually went all in on it and then initially I was like really into the I was really excited really motivated you know I thought like this is it like this is gonna like change my entire business and really get to where I was and then long story short like three months in right is when it just like 
everyone was on a high, the whole group was on a high. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, what, where do we go? Like, where's the leadership? Where's the guidance? Where's the, the coaching? And that I was like, oh gosh, this is like a hot mess. Like, what did I just do? I want to pause on that real quick because I think this happens a lot. And there's two things you just said that I really want to pick out. One, we often don't know that there are so many choices and options. And then it's not just, here's a coach. It's a, is this the right coach? But if you don't know, you don't know, right? It's like, it's like, you don't know what questions to ask if you don't know that there are questions to ask. You simply are like, this is a person who knows how to build a business. And then this person has shown me, oh, if you do this, then this happens, right? And then we all get excited. And of course, every coach does that in a, in a sense of like, here's what I can show you how to do. But in my opinion, we're going to dig into this in a little bit, a little bit more depth in just a second. But in my opinion, what makes an incredible coach is a person who can take where you are and who you are and help pull the best out of that. Not somebody who goes, here's my blueprint of the seven steps to success and please eat, sleep and breathe it. And then don't ask me any questions. Right. Just do this. And if it's not working, do more of this. And if, if it's still not working, work harder at this. And that like you and I both really early on, and this was a year long experience of a big financial commitment and all in you and I both early on were like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> Right? We were both like, but what do we do now? And I'm stuck with these problems now. And now I have new situations and now I need more direction. And it was just kind of like, that was the end of it. Did you feel supported? No, absolutely not. And I, I hate to even say that because, you know, I never want to like bash anybody, but yeah. it's like, we were sold the dream. We were sold two big things. We were sold the dream, but we were sold the dream out of fear. Yeah. And I think that is such such a huge awakening that I think we'll probably get into, but like how I it's like how I don't want to get new clients. I never want to be like you need me or you're going to fail. You need me or you're never you're going to hate your life forever. Like you're going to feel like crap forever. Like I never want to have someone come to me because be scared into joining. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but full disclosure like I did some of that. And like, I'll own that. I did Same. some of that because that's what of I was course. told it took to build a business. Yep. And I did that for several months, the first couple of months in that. And I felt disgusting about it every time. I'm sitting on the phone with people and telling them, well, it's terrible now. Imagine how awful it will be if you don't bring me into your life. Your life will end. It'll never be the same. You'll never be happy. Your children won't be happy. Your grandchildren can't be happy. Do you know what I mean? But this was the messaging that I was told is what's needed in order to run a successful business. And I knew in the end I could help these people. Like I wasn't selling them a pipe dream. Like I can help you. But I was told or taught that the only way to get people to even want to be helped is by making them feel like they have no other choice. And that was so disgusting to me. And it, changed, it made me very much resistant to show up in my own business. It almost made me resentful of what I was building because it was like, I'm doing this thing because I know it's working, air quotes, right? Like to get people into my life and then I can actually help them. But I didn't want to create this environment where it immediately felt gross and it felt gross to me. And I had to put a hard stop in and be like, um, let me evaluate. And like, what do I actually want to do? Did you like, do you feel like you took things from that experience that you then were like, shit, I got to change this? Oh my gosh. Yes. I think the best word to describe like the strategies that we were taught was like very aggressive. Yes. Right. And, and maybe that works for like some people, but that didn't work. Like I am not, I don't want my business to be like that aggressive energy. Yeah. Basically. And so it's 
I agree. I was like kind of every morning, right? I think one of the, one of the strategies is like wake up at like 6 a.m. before everybody wakes up and just send a bunch of DMs. Oh my gosh, I remember doing that. And I'm like, what, what is, what am I doing? Like, why? And meanwhile, you're hearing your boys wake up and you're like, and I'm sitting here and I'm doing this, but like, now I'm going to turn around and be a mother. And like the two just, they don't connect. No, it was too much. And it, it wasn't how I would ever want someone to do that to me. I take it all as, I will never regret it, but right. it, it was all a learning experience of like everything I want my business to be and not be. I love the part that you said a second ago about like, there's nothing inherently wrong with that approach if it fits somebody's desire. If that's how you want to build your business, we're not here to judge how anybody wants to set up anything. There are many businesses that thrive on that model and also people who feel okay with that model. What it comes down to and what we wanted to discuss in this particular episode is that there is such a thing as a coach that is bad for you. It's not even necessarily inherently a bad coach, but a coach that is bad for the fit for what you're after and having the discernment and understanding and clarity for yourself of like, wait, pause, stop. This doesn't feel like I'm building what I want to build and and having the courage to stop that early is the determinant of whether or not you're going to get out of that quickly and build a business that you actually enjoy. Right, right. And it's scary to then say, wait a minute, I did all of that, but like, I actually don't like any of that. Right. Well, I think what makes, and I know you and I have had other mentors since then. You are also, you have been a mentor for me, which I'm so thankful for. And I've loved our time together. And you're one of my very most favorite clients. (laughs) Not just because you're here and I have to say that, but it's actually true (laughs) because you and I could literally shoot the shit on the phone for like an hour and be fine. We've done it before for sure. We have. (laughs) But it's also like we, there was no other option. Like, and I think the difference between having other mentors is like, you know, it's like, yes, customizing it to you, but also like feeling the empowerment of making it your own. And we didn't get that like in any way. It was like, do it or you fail. Do it or you're broke. Do it or your business is right. And if it's not working, double down and do it harder. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you think that you have changed how you coach people as a result of that experience? Totally. Yeah. So it's like everything what not to do. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, in terms of how I communicate is so different. I do talk to people in the DMs, right? And through email, but like the way I communicate is so different than what we were taught. The way I sell, you know, like it's our job to sell. Um, Even the way we sell is so different. My offers are so different. And I, again, it's all a learning curve. Like I think you take pieces of mentorship from different places and you kind of say like, okay, like, do I like this? Like, is this my vibe? Does this work with how my lifestyle is? And then you customize it to whatever you want. And in that case, I changed my entire business model. (laughs) Yes. And are you happier as a result? Oh my gosh. I'm working in terms of like working, I'm more... I'm definitely more present with the kids. I can pick them up from school. I go, I'm not waking up at like 5 a.m. to like send DMs. I'm like waking up with my kids, getting them ready. And I don't feel like that guilt or anxiety of like, oh my gosh, I should be doing this. I should be doing more. I should be doing, I'm like, it's more flow and it's amazing. Yeah. The part that you and I talk about a lot is that everyone's 
personal experience in their life is going to be different. Everyone has a different circumstance. Like right before we started recording here, we were just talking about you just dropped yours at, you know, daycare and preschool today. Meanwhile, I went to a high school orientation meeting for my <laughs> oldest last night. So even in our own experiences of motherhood, we're at very different stages of the reality. Like when my kids come home, they go in their rooms and close their doors and don't want to be bothered. When your kids come home, they want to climb on you, right? Like it's different experiences in different stages in life. And to me, the most powerful part of coaching, whether I'm being coached or I am coaching, is being able to pull out those nuances of what is the need in your life and how can we make what you're after fit in with your life, not the other way around. I saw this quote somewhere the other day, and I actually want to say it was on a reel, so I cannot quote a person because it was, I don't know who the heck said it, but it was something along the lines, it was like an audio about, you know, we basically work our whole lives until we're 67, and then the average life expectancy is 78. So we're, we're expected to work our entire lives to have 11 years of enjoying it, and most people at that point haven't had time to take care of their, their physical self, so by the time they get to enjoy it, they're not physically capable of enjoying it. That's bullshit for me. That is just simply a life I reject. That is not something I want. So I don't want to specifically in my own business or in the way I coach and mentor other people have any of these feelings of I have to, or we need to hustle, or I need to push harder, or I need to constantly be busy in order to feel productive. It's not how I wanted coaches in my life to push me to grow. And it is not how I want my, to push my clients to grow. I, I want it to be, and you just said the magic word, I want it to flow. I want it to be, here's what I desire and here's what's important to me and here's what I'm trying to achieve. And then my coach, the right mentor, which I have found my right mentor, and I have multiple mentors that have guided me on the journey and some I plug in and out of, and then I have some that are you know my permanent fixtures. They know me, which is the other reason I plug in with one of them long term because she knows me. She's in my life. She knows everything about what I do and how I function and, and what's important to me. And instead of telling me how to do it, she pulls out of me what I need in order to level up to be the person who can do it. That's what I want the other way around for my clients. That's what I strive to give my clients, that it's not a here's my take it or leave it, you know, there's the door approach. It's a who are you and what do you need? Let me help you find that and pull it out of you. No, I love that. So much. And I know you uh, mentor a lot of RD entrepreneurs, but I, it kind of goes, it totally aligns with how I work with my clients because, like you said, like we're, you're working so long, but it's like you're, instead of just doing more and more and more and doing that like hustle culture, it's like for me and my clients, put it in perspective, I'm like, well, yeah, we're already living like women. We have a crazy life. We are, we have to be moms or we're pressured to like make babies, right? We're, try, we're trying to like do, we're trying to be strong ass, badass business women. We're trying to do all these things, but it's like, well, if you're not going to prioritize how it works into your life, you're going to be living on cortisol, right? We know we're going to go right. to burnout. And then then what happens? Like you're not, you're not going to have the energy to do all the things anymore. And so your family's going to suffer. Your spouse, your marriage is going to suffer. Like your house and like all the, all the responsibilities that you're trying so hard to keep up with, everything goes down the drain. If you don't find a way to put the strategy in alignment to your life. Yeah. I love that so much because it isn't a separate thing, right? No matter what we right. coach on, whatever it is that we coach on, we're dealing with humans. Like I always say this to clients, like in the end, our product is a human connection and a human interaction, no matter what we coach on. And, you know, I still, we still have the nutrition side of the business. I still coach on nutrition. I coach on business. Whatever we coach on, 
it's still a human. I'm not selling you a pair of shoes. And even then we'd have to connect to the human because if I sell the wrong <laughs> shoes for the wrong feet for the wrong purpose, it's also not going to work, right? But we're, we're, not, we're not dealing in cars or water bottles or whatever. We're dealing in human behavior and human feeling and result. So it can't be a, I have one way to do it and now you all conform because this is the way that's going to make it work. Like, yes, my business ran, again, air quotes, when I did it in somebody else's fashion. Like I was able to sign on clients and produce money and then as a result produce outcomes for these clients. That part didn't change. My caliber as what I as as who I am as a person and as a coach wasn't diminished as a result. Once people were in my space, I coached them the way that I would coach anybody and they got 100% of me. Right. But in order to get them to that space, I had to sacrifice a huge piece of who I am as a person and how my life functioned. And that just wasn't for me. Again, I have kids. They are priority. I don't want to sit in front of my computer until seven o'clock at night. I don't want to sit in front of my computer until two o'clock in the afternoon, if I'm honest, right? Like I want three hours a day in front of my computer and the rest of the time I do what needs to be done and my clients get what they need. Yeah, I had to really just step back and go, it's not the coach that makes the success. It is the way you're being coached that makes the success. Because the success is in you. You just need somebody to guide you and pull that out of you. And if that person's incapable of doing that and it becomes about them and about their method and their system and their life, it will never long-term work in your life. It's just not the point of coaching. Oh my gosh. I love that. I actually have, I just started my mastermind last night. It's called Revitalized. And so I literally was having the same conversation with them that like, I, yes, I, I show you guys the strategy. I teach you all the things. Like we look at your testing, we go through like your hormones, you, you know, all how your cycles are, everything. I'm going to happily tell you, here's what we need to work on. But at the same time, it's not like, I don't want you to do this out of fear. That's not the vibe. The vibe is I want you to feel, I want you to do these and implement it in your life. That's so aligned that you feel empowered to continue empowered to put in the work, empowered to like do all the things while improving your health and well-being and you know getting to your big goals. So, yeah, so true. And I love that and do it in a way that it like you just said naturally fits in. So if there are seven things that we know we need to tackle right now, but you only have the bandwidth for two, right. then we park the other five. We don't go these two don't work because you didn't do all seven. We go do what you can in a way that aligns and when that feels easy we layer because that's your job as the coach is to be flexible and to coach, not to dictate, not to prescribe, but to coach and to mentor and to guide and those are very different things, right? Yes, love that. Tell me right now, because obviously you've had many co coaching experiences and you were with me just now and I adore you so very much. What are you doing in your own life, not just to become a better dietitian coach, but just like how are you using coaching to grow as a human? Because I find that that to me is like the biggest differentiator on whether or not we are actually moving into a new level of how we help people. Like how has coaching affected how you've grown as a person? Oh my gosh, the last three years, like since starting my business, I literally feel like I've grown exponentially in those three years that I had in like my last 30 years, you know, of life, because I'm 33 now. I think really good, like impactful, potent coaching is so much more than just like, oh, do this in your business, right? I think it really changes your perspective, like how I navigate stress, how I navigate time management, how I navigate the creative process of doing like working in my business, but then how to align it as being a mom and, you know, a, a wife and being a, like a good friend. 
I will never stop investing in, you know, personal growth and mentorship, I do think. And just like you, I kind of like bop around. Um, but I also think that it's all experience. And it all it, it really does impact all things in, in your life if, if done properly. So um, I'm always embodying. I think that's the big thing. I always do lots of self-reflection. You know, I am a journal fiend. So I'm always like taking the downloads and like figuring out like how to continue to get better and better. If that makes sense. You know, yeah, it all makes sense. And you know what I love about that? <laughs> You're also very coachable. And I know that of you because we've spent this time together, Thank right? You. And you have to, but you have <laughs> to be coachable. And you you started this conversation earlier with saying that in the very beginning with your first coaching experience, you were very naive. And I think we all are. And I don't think it has anything to do with age because again, I'm 10 years ahead of you here from an right. age perspective. But I also in that same initial container was very naive. And I have built businesses before, but still in this, I was like, well, I haven't built this kind of business before. So let me just go with that. And I was very naive in, in what it would take from a personal development perspective and then being in a coaching container where that was just not addressed and everything was just about the tasks and the doing, I felt very much like I was free floating for a minute of like, but like now what do I do with all of these other things and how do I tie this together? And I'm finding myself evolving to a different version of myself how do I do that? How do I hold that space? How do I still become the parent that I want to be, continue to be the parent that I want to be, be the spouse I want to be, improve my own life and not just be all the things for all the people and then run a business on top of it, right? It had to become this thing where I had to, once I found a mentor that was more aligned with that, where I had to be coachable. And I had to be open to, you know what, I do a lot of shit that I don't recognize that I do that requires me to step to a new level. So like, we're going to have to confront some shit and we're going to have to step through a new level. And we're going to have to acknowledge that my coaching business as a mother of, you know, almost two teenagers and a, and a almost middle schooler is going to look very different than it would have if I was a single person with no children or even you with still little children who need you. I had to just be open and acknowledge that my version was always going to look completely different from everybody else's version because it was always going to be mine. And a right coach pulls that out. A right coach shows you how you're coachable and then guides you down your path instead of negating the fact that your path is going to be different. Yes. I couldn't have said that better myself. That's like awesome to have a coach who really like inspires you to not just take all the things, but really how do you embody it in a way that works for you? Yeah so impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Prioritize the life and then fit the business into the life because the business really for all of us at coach is an extension of the life in my opinion. And it has to fit there first. I will also never invest, never stop investing in coaching just from a personal growth perspective, but also it makes me a better coach. It makes me better for my clients. I have the knowledge. I've always had the knowledge. Again, I've been at this for 20 years. I have the knowledge, but I get better at how I guide others with transmission of that knowledge Every single time I allow myself a new evolution of me through coaching. Every single time. Yes. And I think you're into, you are into human design. So I'm a generator and I just like, I give the energy, but I also absorb a lot of the energy. And so I also see mentorship as just like a way to just get like new energy in, right? And just kind of like absorb it and be in it and feel inspired and motivated and just like have fun. Keep it fun and interesting. Yeah. I agree. I don't need it but I, I want it. So well, because I think it. it makes us all better, right? Like, and yeah. like you and I said in the beginning, you've been in my coaching, but we just like, it's like hanging out. Like it's hanging out, but in the same time you get to grow in the space. That's what it should be, right? To me, when it feels right, I don't feel like I'm in a quote unquote container where I'm doing work. 
obviously I am doing work. I feel like I'm doing the work, but not in a, this is hard. I'm doing work kind of stuff in a, this is challenging me to be a different version of myself and I'm here for it kind of way. It's a very different leadership perspective, I think. No. Oh my gosh. And now it's going to be like why you, why you should work with Kirsten show, but (laughs) no, I, I will, I like have to thank you so much because you have been one, like an amazing mentor and what you have done for me that really like no other mentor has really done as well is like, call me out when I'm like in the thick of it. You know, I've like voxered you like crying, right? I mean, you know, I've like gone down like, oh my gosh, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm struggling with. Why is it so hard? And you do a great job of like, of course, being there for me, but also like kind of giving me that bird's eye perspective, which I think is so key. Like, okay, yeah, I hear you. And like, you're just not, you're not just console, like consoling me because you're my friend and like a mentor and like a coach, but also like you help me see things differently. You help me kind of take it out. Okay. Like let's kind of take a deep breath, go back and be like, what are, what's the real root? Like, why are you actually upset? Is it because of X, Y, Z, or is it because of here? And okay, if it's this, this is the root problem, kind of like what we do in our private practice, right? Here's a root problem. How do we address that? That like that has been such a game changer. And so thank you for everything. You're just amazing. Oh, well, I love you. And you know that. <laughs> and, and thank you for all, for saying that. But like the, the goal in the job is to mirror back what we mm-hmm. can't see on our own, right? Yes. That to me is mentorship for me to mentor others, but also for me to be mentored. We can't always see our own blind spots. Most of the time we can't. And we're too deep in the weeds to sometimes have a perspective that isn't, you know, dramatic. (laughs) Sometimes we have dramatic perspectives on our own reality because we live it and we're in it and somebody else can look at it and go, okay, let's take a deep breath. And you know me, like, I'm not going to validate the drama. I'm going to say, (laughs) no, let's dig deep and figure like, I will acknowledge the drama and support you. And you can cry all the time. And you know that we've cried together, right? Like we've had these calls (laughs) where you and I have cried together. But in the end, I'm going to be able to mirror for you, like, here's what I'm seeing and here's where you are. Is it this or is it this? Is it really this that's happening, right? And that's how you grow. And that's why mentorship to me, coaching to me is such a individual approach of, I need to know the person. We say this a lot, and I know you and I both said this, like we do life together when we're in a really true, truly matched mentorship container. It can't be hands-off. It can't be sterile. It can't be, here's my seven steps to, you know, nirvana. Like that's just not reality. It has to be, we're in it. We're in it and we get to know each other and we open up and we have to be vulnerable and we have to be willing to have those ego deaths and say, okay, like I gotta, I gotta grow here. I gotta shift here. I gotta look at things. So Anyway, I'm so grateful for you and I've enjoyed every every single minute we've had together. But tell our audience what you've got going on. I know you just started the mastermind. Tell us a little bit about what else is going on with you. How do they reach you if they want to reach you? If somebody is struggling with these things or they just want to hang out with you because you're awesome. How do they get in touch with you? Tell us about what's going on with Chrissy Williams Coaching. Yes. So like I said in the beginning, uh, my niche is women's health. I help women balance their hormones, reboot their metabolism, really understand women's health 101 and how to properly do all the things in a, in a way that aligns with them, but also so that they can show up as like the better, be- like their better version of themselves and like feeling like they got stuck, like hit by a Mack truck every single day. And actually what's really interesting, majority of my clients lately, like the last year have been actually fellow dietitians who like don't know that functional space because we don't learn women's health 
so much in school. Um, and then nurses, which is really cool. And so anyway, both very high stress caregiver yes, responsibilities, yes. right? And hi, we burn out when we do that. And we don't know what yep. we're doing. Yeah. Yep. So help them get out of burnout, do all the things. So I have my mastermind, like I said, revitalized, but then I'm also enrolling for my upcoming next round of one of my signature programs, Happy Hormones Bootcamp. And so that's really getting into the strategy. Like what are the functional strategies of how to optimize my cycle every month, how to get out of adrenal burnout, how to prevent adrenal burnout? Like how do I do all these things to decrease my anxiety and all that? So that's coming up in March and it's open enrollment now because, you know, testing does take time, like the functional testing approaches beforehand. I hang out most on Instagram. That is like my vibe. I love Instagram. Me I know too. not everyone People can who are say like, that. I'm anti Instagram. Like, who are you? I freaking yeah. love it. <laughs> I'm not big on TikTok. I'm, I'm dabbling on TikTok, but even if you just want to be friends and hang out there, say hello to me on Instagram DMs. I would love that. Tell everyone your Instagram handle real quick, Chrissy. Yes, it is at chrissywilliams.rd. Perfect. That's like the best way to get to me. And we will have all of that in the show notes for you guys. So if you didn't catch that and you're driving and you're listening to this while you're running or whatever you're doing, we will have it all in the show notes for you. And Chrissy's incredible. Reach out, connect, even if for no other reason than to be friends with her on Instagram, because it's worth that. I'm so grateful that you came on as our very first guest of season two. I'm super stoked about that. I feel like that was a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, because like this was, an, I told you we were just going to shoot the shit because it's you and I, we have no issue filling empty airspace <laughs> with our voices. I know this was so much fun. Yeah. So this much amazing. fun. And we, we actually went, you know, way longer than I do for a lot of episodes because I knew we would, because you and I just start talking and then here we are. So for those of you listening, I'm so grateful that you were here. Reach out to Chrissy, connect with her in my world. If you're listening to this um, in February, we've got a masterclass coming up all about, and by the time this releases, it may have already happened, but regardless, you're going to want this masterclass. It's all about client retention, which hi, that's a huge step of being a better coach. And it's a huge sign of whether or not you are mastering coaching, because if people don't want to stay, there's probably a reason. So let's figure out where on your client journey, people aren't staying. So that's happening. The program for February is Coach Elevated, which is going to dive a whole lot deeper into some of the the things that we're talking about here. How do we step up to be a better coach? How do we become the coach that takes you from here's my method, follow it to who are you? Who do you want to be? And how do I pull that out of you and guide you down that path? So if you need any of that, reach out to me as always. The mastermind is also happening in my end, the evolution mastermind. If anybody needs support there, if you need private support, I will probably have some spots end of February. Lots going on as always reach out if you need me and I will see you all on the next episode. Thanks for being here, Chrissy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Embodied CEO Podcast. To connect with me, Kirsten, head to kirstenscreen.com or find me on Instagram at thekirstenscreen. My DMs are always open, so drop in and say hi. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share the Embodied CEO Podcast. And now go out there and take some action. 